0: One of the great things that, um, uh, about our God is the simplicity, and Paul talks about the simplicity, and, and, in, and there are a couple of passages that, uh, that help that. Uh, and in Exodus 33, I just want to point out a couple of things tonight, because, um, uh, you know, when God chooses a man, It sounds like an alley fight of infants. Uh, When God chooses a man, he chooses him on the basis of his foreknowledge and and the tests and everything that he's going to face. And when you think of yourself, that that applies to you, it applies to me, that he knows what kind of people we are, are getting up and are falling down, our delays, are sidetracking and so with Moses he had a negotiator who, who spoke back and uh, it's interesting because uh, you know in, in Exodus 33 it says uh, he spoke to Moses face to face well God doesn't have a face he spoke to him person to person and uh, when God speaks to us that's exciting but he said um, in the line he he's talking to god he said if i found grace in thy sight show me now the way that i may know thee that i may find grace in thy sight and consider this nation is your people good negotiation it's not my people your this is your deal and 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 then and then god's answer is an answer that you can, uh, dear God put, us in, put it inside us. He says, my presence shall go with you and I will give you rest. Now, I wanna take that personal occasionally. I, somebody will say, you know, years ago they'd say, well, were you talking to me? And I said, yeah, take it personal because this is personal. If you have God going with you, you will walk in trust. You won't always wonder about the knots and the difficulty. But for us, when you, when you, when you see the, the passage there in Hebrews, leaving these things behind, we, we go on to perfection. And where we are, if, if you can leave a lot of this behind, the good stuff, and we still, we still pray, we still sing, we still prophesy, we speak in tongues. And, and, uh, but nevertheless, the going on is going on to what I, I call a Newport Fog. You don't know what's next, I don't know what's next. And, 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 and that is always A part of the test, and but but it's a wonderful thing, and 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 then you hear the you hear the negotiation, and and please understand that you have a right to talk to God and asking severe questions. He's not going to cast you out if you if you say wait 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 could could would you go over that, and you're not you may not get any going over for weeks or months or years but but this is what Moses said Uh, well for wherein shall it be known here that I and the people have found grace in your sight is it not in that thou goest with us so shall we be separated from all the people of the earth now that's a that's a directive God wants that separation from the standpoint of our view that we've been born and are moving in a whole (laughs) dimension of trust that that if they're not born again, they can't see. They're blind, which is is sad out there. They won't always be blind because God will open the eyes. And then then in Romans 12, the great line is that uh, Don't be conformed to this world, but have a new mind. And then he says something that that is personal to you this night. Tonight, you're doing that. If this is just form to you, or to me, and there are times when it has been, ask God to take the form out and bring its person in in a way that we've not known. Why? That you can prove that you can be proof that you're a separated people. They can walk as a separated people. You know, it, uh, the circumstance we, we talked about, in many cases, this thing would have been handled, you know, in a day or two. But we're dealing in a whole different situation with somebody we love and it's a part of us. I, I said to him on the phone today, you're, you're really uh, more us than you know and that's true and god help us to 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 be a people who know not think not read about it but we know we know inside that god is with us and whatever our trust aspect is it can grow to the place we're fully fulfilled before Him. god help us let's gather in his name Ah, come
1: to have the guys from that were working at Pogo back. Um, Sam Wolfok was out there as well as with the other guys and that's really appreciated too. Just that he took time. It really helped the crew. I think probably besides the days when Paul and I were out there, this is probably one of the best crews out there. So uh, <laughs> Luke Luke was out there. William was out there. yep. Yeah, they had really good, good crew from here and some of our best employees were out there too. And got it knocked out pretty good and the crushers are still running. That's, that's, I could do a dance over that. Be in prayer too. Luca I think is leaving Thursday mor- uh, Friday morning. Could be praying for him. Appreciate the Wilkerson's opening their house. For him to to stay there, yeah. Yeah. thankful for that. <clears throat> a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. I was wondering where God was today, um, <clears throat> <laughs> um, and then uh, got that email from Stephen. It uh, was really a lift in the spirit for for a lot of us. I think um, uh, you know it's just been a. Struggle, And uh, a lot of times we didn't know where God was going to take us with this. And uh, we're still in the process, but there is hope. (laughs) There's good hope. And um, that's that's definitely worth mentioning and being excited about because uh, it's really the work of God uh, that that did that and is doing that. Um, You know, it looked pretty glim like a lot of things do from time to time. And uh, I was thinking the other day uh, uh, how excited I am about some of the things that God is doing.
2: Um,
1: Not always excited all the time. Don't don't get me wrong. Um, But from time to time, I get excited because of the hope, the hope that uh, that that we have in God. Um, You know, you you start looking at things and they can be pretty grim at times and, um, and then you, you take a moment to ponder um, on what God is doing and how he's going to wrap all this together and is putting it together in a way that man can't do. And it really gives you a lot of hope uh, for, for the work that he's doing. Um, you know, uh, Lynn and I were talking the other day, and she was doing all the talking that time. <laughs> but it's still a conversation. <laughs> but she was saying something, and I didn't say anything actually, because I had been thinking about some of the same things. And, you know, you want her? Never mind. Um, um, about just the excitement of the work and the greatness of God's work in all of our lives. Um, because, um, you know, um, and, and these moments are <laughs> rare, unfortunately. But um, you start seeing how God puts all the different pieces together. Yeah. And, um, and things that you never thought would be possible all of a sudden become clear. Uh, or you start seeing with a, a more light. <laughs> And you start realizing, wow, what a beautiful work uh, that God is performing. Um, and, you know, you're thankful for that. Uh, and I, those are moments and that <laughs> happen from time to time. But, you know, um, I'm, I'm thankful for that, um, it's, even if it's just short moments, because it gives you that hope to keep going the next day. Uh, and, and, you know, you have something to aim for and something to go for. Because uh, you know that you saw some light that you want to get a hold of and and have it increase in in your walk. And um, I'm going to talk about um, um, uh, being dependent. I know it's it's um, it's an old subject, <laughs> um, but um, it's um, uh, I've been on this theme of um, of uh, dependency and following. Uh, God Uh, because um, I don't know it's just one of those moments of of light that you have from time to time where you 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 start to see we see how um, uh, we're not gonna get anywhere unless we learn that uh, that God is the one that is in charge and he's the one that is leading And that he is bringing us to a greater dependency than we've ever known. And that we can even imagine. Um, And uh, you know, we don't, we don't know what that all means. Uh, You know, we get little glimpses of light here and there. And, and it just seems like the closer we get to God, the more understanding we have, the more, that He's going to require for us to depend fully on Him. Yeah. And, um, and that's really uh, uh, scary, uh, but exciting, how that, how that works. Um, you know, <clears throat> I was thinking, um, back in, well, let me, let me tell you a story first uh, about another place, because that always helps you, right? You can always see somebody else better and how God is moving with them. and. Uh, and, and it's the same thing here, but um, when I went to, uh, Nikolai and I went, did a trip to, to see my mom and um, it was a very a timely trip. Um, I had a good time with my mom and, and my siblings, uh, had a great time with them and a terrible time with them as well, um, had to, we had to do some, talk about some difficult things and um, you know how those things go, they're great but also can be difficult. Uh, and, and we had a lot of both of those, but, but still the right time for that. And, uh, it was great to be with Nikolai for a couple of weeks straight and spend time with him. And, and then we, we had the opportunity to fly to Cholome. Um, and uh, that was also very busy, very packed time, but, but very meaningful. And it had been 13 years since we were there last. So, um, and, that's a long time for us. I mean, we were there for our honeymoon. Okay, just want to let you guys know that. Um, no, uh, but anyway, um, the the people that picked it, I want to tell you about this this couple from Mexico who uh, who is new to to all this and 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 uh, they they live in the city of Chihuahua where we flew in and they have been fellowship fellowshipping there for about three years. Um, Right before COVID, they started. They met them, through which is another very long and amazing story that maybe we'll tell you someday. Or, but that's not my point. Anyway, they this this couple um, that lives there in Chihuahua, and they actually happen to have bought a ranch um, just you know I don't know half an hour from Cholome, something like that, just on the other side of that river that becomes very difficult to cross when they get a lot of rain and flood. And you know, um, it, that's, that's, the, that's the river that David and brother Abel had a difficult time crossing. Anyway, their farm is right like 10 minutes from that from that crossing. Um, so <clears throat> because of the difficulty of the river, uh, they couldn't come pick us up. And it looked for a while, like we might not even fly there down there because we couldn't get there except that this brethren volunteer to pick us up at the airport and take us to their house, take us to the river in which we're, you know, Beto, one of the brothers from there, worked it out for us to, you know, he had a boat lined up or, um, you know, if the river came down enough, we were gonna walk and it all happened that we could just walk just that, that short section of river. But um, the, you would love you would love this, this couple, you, you would love the whole Cholome group. You know, let me start with that. Um, I would love to have some of them come up here. Um, dear, dear people that have been there since I started going back 30 years ago. Um, my wife reminded me the other day. that yeah, yeah. It was just our anniversary the other day, um, but, um, so they, I mean, they, they, they were already there when when uh, the first time I went, I think they were there from almost from the very beginning. Um, I know Beto probably was and Juan's family came in a little bit later um, anyway. Um, but uh, this this new couple, um, they they're the kind of people that can't do enough for you. Um, they just pour and pour and are happy about it. They're happy about just doing things for you and picking you up. And, you know, of course they couldn't pick us up and take us straight to the farm. They had to take us to their house at their house. They had an amazing meal, which was really difficult to have to sit down and eat all that good Mexican food. Um, I mean, just authentic and just, um, you know, I was just, I really suffered through that and great fellowship um, and, you know, took us to the. Farm and you know, they're just amazing people, but I'm trying to get to this one thing. So they have been telling the brethren there that God put them there so that they could serve and help the Mexico farm. They said we are God put us here at this specific place for you. Everybody says that's beautiful. Tremendous, that's great, right? I mean, like you're thankful for that attitude and people that that feel that way. But um, nobody wants to abuse that uh, people like that. And just in the last little bit, and you know, they a couple of times they went and got food for them and brought it to the river and did the same thing where, you know, they figured out a way to get enough food to take across. And so they did it a couple of times, Uh, but you know, they're trying to be careful to Make things last as long as possible, and uh, not not call them all the time just because they're right there to do things like that. Well, um, Beto was uh, was really bothered and struggling because um, he they ran out of dog food. <laughs> they have two or three dogs there, huh? Yeah. Um, and but he of course they did not want to call and ask them, you know. For all this, to go get them dog food, but uh, he he was talking to my aunts and um, people there, saying it, it really like the dogs are hungry, <laughs> like they're they're really hungry, and you know they don't have a lot of they were eating everything they were being careful and eating all the food that they had because they didn't know how long this was gonna go for, and um, and finally he decided he would he was gonna call them, and so he calls the brother uh, Francisco and he says brother Francisco. I'm embarrassed to ask you this, but I, I have to, I, I need to ask you, he says, I was wondering if by any chance on your way out of town, you could stop by the feed store and get some food for the dogs. He said, I really hate to do this, but you know, we don't have anything to feed them." And he answers, he says, Beto you would not know where I am standing right now. He so said, I am standing right in front at the store of the dog food aisle. <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, you know, Beto was like, oh, man, wow, you know, so thankful. He, got, he came to Cholome that Sunday. They drove their pickup through the, through the mud and stuff and, 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 and came to service. And um, uh, when we went across we took the dog food and all that. But uh, he, he told Beto, he said, Beto, how do you not know that God sent me to the store to buy dog food for your dogs? Not my dogs is that I have some food there for my dogs, but God, you know, God placed me there For you guys and um, it was it was such a simple thing but You know when you start thinking about how God knows how to take care of his children. I mean He had already been telling them for two three years. We're here to serve you. We're here to help you Please call us. Please do this and you know, they're like, ah, thank you. We appreciate that but now God seems to highlight that point I am you know he placed them there just I'm sure there's other things going on but to put them at rest that God is knows how to provide for those that are his and you know it took dog food to be able to probably say the most meaningful thing that they could actually finally say oh my god you really are doing this Um, because uh, you know that that's just the 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 simplicity brother Bill was talking about the simplicity and at the same time, the greatness of the work of God for his people and mostly, you know, take it personal for you and I um, uh, and you know, Shalom, uh, just like Whitestone on the other side of the river, um, sometimes can be difficult to be accessible and, and, and we, we forget um, that, uh, that God is teaching us, wants to teach us how to be dependent on Him. And, you know, we, we all heard the stories of the early days, um, how God has provided and how God provided them. Uh, you know, the story of Sister Betty going to the store and putting the things that they needed in her cart and the money being there when she was to the register, you know, you, you can't top that kind of uh, a step of faith and trust in God. Um, but, um, but today we, we don't have that test. We, we don't have things like that. Um, we don't have to trust God in the same way. And I think it's, it's uh, more difficult now to learn how to be dependent on him now that we have provision, then back when we were poor and had nothing. We kind of had to. We had no option. And God demonstrated his faithfulness uh, and his provision. But, you know, I was thinking about this uh, in the meeting last night where, you know, we were made an offer for a property. Um, It's easy to move on our own agenda on our own understanding but to step back and ask God how do I hear from you in this how do I know the right direction how do I know how you're speaking Um, I think that's a a greater test but it's it's something that more and more God is requiring out of all of us to to teach us that yes in plenty and blessing In all that we have, there's a greater need to learn to trust him, Um, to seek him, um, not to just be led by our inclinations, not to be led by the provision, not to be, you know, all those things are good. And I'm not knocking any of them down, but it seems, at least for me, that uh, God is requiring more out of us today than he was back in the days when we had little. Uh, and He's doing it with bounty, you know, it's, it's, it, it's, it, it seems that he's, he's, hopefully He's taught us how to, how to, uh, how to be content when we had little, but now do we trust Him for Him to be our provision, for Him to be our guide, um, when we could make our own provision, when we could do our own thing and maybe be okay. But my not, you know, but, but I think there's a, a greater need for learning how to rely on him. And uh, <clears throat> I thought of, uh, you know, one thing that uh, God loved about Solomon, I was thinking about Solomon um, and, and, you know, he had a, a tremendous beginning um, and God loved that when when he came to him in a dream and said what what do you want Can you imagine that Um, having a dream where God says what would you like and the thing that that meant something to God apparently was that he said I don't know I, I need wisdom because I don't know how to come in and how to go out. Um, pretty simple. <laughs> out of everything that he could have asked, you know, and, and it says it later on you know, you didn't ask for riches, you didn't ask for long life, you didn't ask for your children to be well. Uh, peace, you asked, teach me how to come in and how to go out. Don't, don't let me just relish in the provision that you made and make go my own way because I don't know how to depend on you. And I, I, I do think, you know, that, that's what God is at heart. He's, he's dealing with all of us to uh, bring us to a place where, where we began to recognize that, that He's in everything. You know, uh, we've had these discussions about <clears throat> the order <laughs> Um, and the things that are changing and just that last elders meeting we had just talking about how it's, uh, it's become more personal. (laughs) Um, I don't think that, uh, I mean, I don't remember sitting down and saying, we're going to do away with the order. Was there ever such a meeting where? We, we, you know, we've talked about different standards and different things, but nobody came and said, you know what? The order is going to go away. We're going to do away with walking it out. We're going to do away with whatever it is. And then um, much less would we have any, you know, I, I respect these guys uh, tremendously, but I don't think that they are savvy enough to know What are the things that we should let's just call them ignore (laughs) that we should let go that are going to irritate and bring things up that need to be talked about. I mean, probably if we had to pick something, we would pick something that was meaningful, like really, you know, something, but God uses things like walking it out, like dress, like, you know, stupid things, dog food. (laughs) Um, to get at the, at the things that are gonna irritate us enough, that are going to draw us, work us, so that we learn that it's not just an order that we have to try to <coughs> fit, try to perform. But that now that this order, whatever you wanna call it, is here, is in me. And it's in you and, and, and then if you don't want it, that that's in between you and God. But it's, it's, the, it's the responsibility of you and God. And that wasn't because we had a meeting to decide, you know what, this is all about you and God now. So we're going to do away with this. No, it's, God starts bringing those things and dealing with those things. And all of a sudden we find ourselves, oh my God, this is about personal responsibility. This is about me and God. Well, how long have we been saying that? I mean, it's not that we just started saying that it's not that, you know, we that's been said for a long time. But all of a sudden you start realizing, oh, it's, it's me. It's, it's me. And you, what are you doing here? Uh, how am I seeing this? Am I seeing this correctly? Uh, you can leave it off. It's fine. Um, um, you know, you, you start realizing in a different way about what's at stake and it's not anymore the farm, all of us, although it is that, but how each member in each situation starts working, when it starts working together and it starts connecting with God, how much, how that broadens the whole perspective of the work of God in all of us. And you know, those those are the things that... Uh, <clears throat> that you know, what so I'm saying it, it's, it's you start to realize it's more about me being dependent on the Word of God, on the voice of God, on what God says, um, on how God is leading me. than you know, the corporate things that we do, although those things are important, too. I'm not throwing those things aside, but there is a personal dependency that is being required um, that God is bringing us up to. And it's not something that we can do, not something that we can manufacture. We can't all of a sudden say, oh, you know what, let's just, uh, this is all personal responsibility. It's you and God. God God brings those little stupid things to all of a sudden wake us up to the realization of actually the great work that He's doing. And, 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 uh, and, it's, and, and then you start seeing how that works together and then that's you saying there's hope, oh my god <laughs> there is actually great hope um, because you start seeing how far and how ugly it is inside but realize that you know God actually knows what he's doing <laughs> and and you start seeing fruit from time to time and others and Sometimes even in you. Uh, Anyway, uh, you know, Jesus said also in uh, in John. You don't have to turn there, I don't think. But I am going to turn there. I didn't write down the whole thing of what I wanted to say. Verse twenty 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 six says of uh, of John eight. It says, "I have many things to say and to judge of you." But he that sent me is true and I speak to the world those things which I have heard of him. You know, so that puts him in a place, you know, he was speaking. He knew that God was true and that he was speaking the things that he heard of God. That's that puts Jesus in a pretty high place, right? (laughs) They understood not that he spoke to them of the father. Then said he unto them, when you have lifted up the son of man, then shall you know that I am he. And right here it is that I do nothing of myself. But as my father had taught me, I speak these things. If there was anybody that had a right to do something of of himself, would have been Jesus. He, he, you know, he had been in places where we haven't. And he probably knew things that we don't. And he said, I don't do nothing. That is of my own. But I only do those things which I see the Father do." That's being pretty dependent on the Father. I don't think it's any different for us. You know, um, we refer a lot to, to the, uh, the woman being, the woman that was carried out in the arms of our beloved out of the wilderness and saying, you know, who is this coming out, right? That's the line. Who is this coming out, leaning on the arms of her beloved? You know, um, it's, it's, it's that kind of dependency. She couldn't even walk out on her own. And it almost, you know, and this is my own little thinking, but it's, it's she was unrecognizable. I thought I knew Evan, wait, who is this? The, the work that God is doing is so personal. That I, and this could be me being just adding to it, but it's almost like we'll be unrecognizable because it's the work of God being performed. And, you know, I'm certainly not, if I ever get there, <laughs> not going to recognize who this person was, is. Because the work that he's doing is deep and it's, it's so contrary to what we teach, to what we think. Um... <clears throat> Total dependency and I said this I think the last time I was here um, we, we, we teach our kids to to learn to do better right every parent wants their kids to do better than they were. you know uh, you want them to learn you want them to no, nobody says um, go uh, you know, we, we want them to be leaders, be managers. And, and, you know, I'm not reading it. This is where I was before, you know. Um, Jesus says, follow me. Come and serve me. Whoever serves, I think in John 12, or something like that. Says, he that, that shall serve me, shall serve me. Let me look it up. So I'm going to mess it up. If a man serve me, let him follow me. If a man serve me, him will my father honor. You know, we don't tell our kids the greatest thing, the thing that would make me the happiest. You would honor me the most if you will go be a servant. Go serve. Go go be humble. Humble yourself serve. No, we, we teach them go do well. <laughs> and, and that's fine. I'm not coming against what we're teaching. I'm just talking about the attitude the the, the the thing that God is looking out of his sons is that they learn how to be humble, how to serve, how to be dependent on him. We sing that song, you know, I'm depending on you. You're depending on me. You know, if that is all we have, we're in big trouble. Um, That's, that's, that's very nice to depend and support one another. But that's not what God is teaching us. He's teaching us to depend on him. And whoever, and it says, whoever serves me, I will honor. Imagine the honor that God can give. I mean, that, that's, that's honor. We, we, you know, we we say good things about one another. We, you know, we're thankful for the guys that were up there and that's tremendous blessing and all that. But if God was to say, you guys that were at Pogo, you guys that, you know, were serving over here. I am well pleased with you. Oh, man. That changes everything around us. That's what dependency means. It's. Letting someone else tell you what you should say, how you should be. And I'm not saying, you know, you don't get up in the morning and say, well, I just waiting for God to, you know, Um, God is leading us. He led us into today through all our fumblings, through all our stupidity and sometimes our smarts. He brings us to a place where he lets us know that he actually knows what he's doing. (laughs) You know, and that, yeah, he brought us over here. He put Cholome there and he put some people there 30 years, 40 years later, and they are there so they can be a provision. And he does it through dog food. <laughs> the simplest things God uses to demonstrate to you and I, just the care and the well, how well worth it it is. <laughs> To give your whole heart to what He's doing and that He knows how to provide. And He knows how to take care of us and our children. And you know, those are difficult things many times to come to grips with. But you might as well say it when you can and be thankful for it. Um. <clears throat> I'm gonna to head towards it for a close in Philippians 3. Uh, verse 1 finally my brethren rejoice in the Lord to write the same thing to you to me indeed is not grievous but for your sake it's safe beware of dogs beware of evil workers beware of the concision for we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh Where's your confidence? Where's your confidence? You know, I was gonna read this earlier, but you know that beautiful verse that, that we like to quote there in Isaiah, where it says in, in, uh, in quietness and in confidence shall be my strength. You know, that's, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, that's a truth. Then that's where God's strength and peace peace, Uh, is, um, that's where strength is found. But then, you know, the next line, he says, but you would not. And then the verse after that goes a little further and says, but you said, no, you didn't just said you wouldn't, but you said no. And you would run on horses and make your own provision. And do your own thing. You know, that, that sounds so familiar. Um, you know, that, that God makes a provision. God, God wants, you know, he says, all, all you're required is to, to be at peace, to, to be quiet. Yeah, that, that's all. That's all. No, that, that's a challenge. But, our, you know, we always have a better way. We always have another strategy. Uh, no, you know we, we have a, we have doctors that can do this. we have people that know how to they 're professionals, so no you know will you will you learn how to depend? will you learn how to not trust in the flesh and if if you go on, you know paul says um, <clears throat> Though I might have confidence in the flesh, if any man thinketh that he had, whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. And then he goes on to list all the things that, that he could trust in. But verse, verse 8, it says, Yea, doubtless, I count all things but lust, lust for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. You know, he, he counted it all. He didn't, it didn't matter because there's something else that he wanted the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but done, that I may win Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness, which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. If by any means, I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Then verse 12, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which I also am apprehended of Christ Jesus. You know, that that first line there in verse 12, I haven't already attained, I am not perfect, But I follow for that which you are already apprehended of the the security of Christ in you. Yes, you're not perfect yet. Yes, you still have ground to to go, but you've already been apprehended. You've already you are something already. And that's Christ in you. That that is hope (laughs) that Christ in you is the hope that we are looking for. Uh, Brother Bill stopped me on my tracks the other day. We were talking about stuff and, 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 you know, a comment had been made about them, you know, representing Christ, being representatives of Christ. And he said, we're not being representatives of Christ. We are Christ. I'm not looking at Gabe. Gabe is not perfect, but I'm looking at Christ in him. I'm looking at Christ here. Yes. There's still ground to be gained, but we've been apprehended of something that is so much greater than what? It's out there. It's you know, and that's the real hope that, that we have. That's the real, the real gain that is is here for us to be to walk in. And, um, you know, that's, that's the kind of dependency that. That God is looking for a people that know how to not trust in themselves, not trust in their flesh, but trust. And that, you know, he knows how to, he knows how to take you to a place of wealth, to a place where you will not want anymore, but you will have plenty to to be life yourself. Not bring life, be life because of the work that he's doing in all of us. Amen.